Second, it's Saturday night. It's fucking WrestleMania, boys and girls. And I, I'm DJ Fuller and for the next two hours, the bald-headed double standard and the ass belongs to me. We're gonna talk wrestling, do some Q and A's, do some production uh, predictions, even, and we listen to some seriously ridiculous chilled drum bass. We're just gonna play a few. Uh, Heavy ones first, just to get us in the mood, you know? This is a fucking ridiculous track, isn't it? This is Run Disc by Cinematic. Sounds like this. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. We are this thing. You better watch out before we done this thing. We panic talking, induction moving. Like fierce lightning that is wobbling. From under, go the player start shaking. Then the whole earth is off if we we are stop panicking. We have to sit in up with this yard ringing. We fully charged up till the in the morning. The assignment is because them stop popping. Everybody keep jumping and skunking. Scout spreading nice vibes with the DMV things. In man's economy, man rush bubbling. Big people think this so up, keep it moving. No matter stop, we are stop panicking. We have to sit in up with this yard So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got a question for me, come doesn't have to be about wrestling. Can be anything you like. What is WrestleMania? After all, let us know. Let me know in the uh, the comments, in the chat, whichever you prefer, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Got a, about a ninety-minute drum bass set coming up for you. Underground, underground. I said, 
Wow, look at that. We've got our first question ready. Uh, B says, Mark, do you think AEW neglects ringside culture for cheap pops and spot fests? Which is a really interesting question because I think um, recently AEW have demonstrated, for example, with the CM Punk versus um, MJF feud. You know, storytelling is the important thing. I think in certain matches, like you know, Young Bug matches, for example, have got a lot of clicky stuff in them, and um, Lucha Express matches. Um, I think there is a, a element of spot fest to AEW. I can't deny that one. Um, in ring psychology, though, I mean, like I say, if you watch closely during the MJF CM Punk match, for example, the, the psychology in that was unbelievably good. So. Um, I can't, I can't say I agree with that one. I think AEW has made me into a wrestling fan again, and a lot of, a lot of that is to do with things like the ring psychology that you guys know that I buzz off. So um, I would disagree with that one. Thanks for question though, boss. If you got any more, keep coming. So ladies and gentlemen, got any questions, any comments, we'll talk about some predictions um, shortly, because of course two nights. Um, are you looking forward to WrestleMania? It, it, it's WrestleMania after all, and here we are, less than two hours before the show starts, and I'm not really looking forward to that much. Looking forward to this bit, just not the show. So, uh, Danny Ace, with his first question of, I'm sure, billions we're going to get in the next two hours. Um, is Iron Sheik going to be Seth's opponent tonight when he finally gets in the ring? Yes. So that, of course, is a throwback to WrestleMania 17, where Bobby Heenan says during the gimmick battle royale, uh, it'll be WrestleMania 38 by the time Iron Sheik gets to the ring. That's tonight. I mean, I would love it if they did a little thing, just as a sort of, if you've been paying attention, you'll sort of know what we're talking about. I don't see it, I'm afraid. Would be nice though, wouldn't it? If anyone's wondering, I think um, Seth's opponent's going to be Shane McMahon. I, I think everyone's expecting it to be Cody Rhodes. So because of that, um, it won't be. So yeah, Shane McMahon. Because I mean, Vince is picking it, you know. The only thing I think of is that if someone like Shane, Seth gets the pin like in 10 seconds and then goes, come on, is that all you've got? And then Cody comes out. Something like that is what I'm expecting. Because I just think Cody's a bit predictable, you know. And I've seen a lot of reports on rumours that Cody's turned them down now, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ginnock or Ginnock, uh, have you played the new WWE game? And if you have, what do you think? I haven't, although Danny Ace, who's in the chat right now with you guys, um, has um, played it. And he's buzzing off it, so 
Um, I'm guessing that I'm not. I don't like playing um, wrestling games very much. I have so few, so little free time these days. Um, but playing a video game that I don't like is just something I'm not going to do. Uh, so I play uh, I play Halo and I play F1 games as a rule. I'm waiting for um, the Hogwarts Legacy game that comes out later on this year. Can't wait for that one. But um, no, I haven't played that game. I'm afraid. <laughs> Anderson Hill, hey dude, how's it going? Uh, are there any shows or matches that you reviewed back in the day that you've since changed your opinion on? I think the the most famous one that I can, example I can give you is the 1997 feud between uh, sorry, the massive um, echo in my head, um, <laughs> uh, is yeah the 1997 feud between um, Randy Savage and DP. When I did my 97th Heaven series, I was really harsh on that, and I don't really know why. To go back and watch it just as a fan instead of a reviewer and watch just how much effort Randy Savage into, made into making DP into a superstar was joyous to watch and that was one I was really wrong about. B, I'll come to your second question in a second. Dan's just put off that question. I think over time your opinion changed more for Hogan versus Rock. And that's a fantastic point. So if you remember when I reviewed WrestleMania X8, I went into it with a smarky thing. So all I cared about during the match and the review was um, the work rate and what was happening in the ring. So in the end, I rated that match three stars. Um, Dan and I watched it back about a year ago. We've got this thing, we put the Spinner game, and basically we've got a list of our favourite matches. And instead of just watching a pay-per-view, we put all we put all them for a, a, a Spinner app and you know, press the button and whichever match comes out, that's the match you watch. And that was one of the ones that I was really interested in watching. Straight five stars all day long. If nothing else based on the crowd, what happens in the ring is development. The crowd make it, so you know. I, I was wrong many times during my uh, full-time reviewing days, and um, yeah, I'm happy to admit that. On for most, it's yeah, it's, it's most on the most part, it's, it's my opinion versus your opinion, and I'm, I'm allowed to be wrong or it's allowed to be different. But there are certain matches um, that I was very wrong about, wasn't I? <laughs>
asked a question, which is, did you hear that Randy Orton says he has any issues with wrestlers in NXT not being safe workers? Do you have any thoughts on that? And is the NXT style particularly stiff? Um, I I don't really follow the dirt sheets very much or, in, or watch many interviews, so I think, I think someone told me about that. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's the, the NXT style, surely, is the... It's the WWE style. I suppose if it's the indie workers that are coming up, then I can guess why they would be considered to be stiff. Um, I wonder if it means like I think I literally I think I saw a, a, a thing that says Randy Orton says NXT workers don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think that's the quote that I saw, um, or I got told about. Um, maybe it's where, the position where they stand. Yeah, I don't I don't know without context. I'm afraid I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, we also asked, what do I think of Cowboy Lesnar? I think it's fantastic. What I've seen of it, and I do not watch a lot of WWE, I've watched, um, I watched Rumble and I watched Elimination Day this year, and that's about it outside of a couple of highlight things that I've seen. What, what I do know is that Lesnar, um, showing that he can cut a promo, that he knows how to have fun in the ring, and it's one of those, look, all these years that we could have had this, but we had Heyman talking for him, it's one of those, wow. Where the hell is this all come from? Uh, Anderson Hill says, I think saying that you were wrong is a bit harsh to I may have occasionally disagreed, but that's why I kept watching. It's nice to hear a different perspective. That's exactly it, isn't it? It's, it's my opinion versus your opinion, and neither is right and neither is wrong. It's, this is what I think versus what you think. Um, and I always know that when I used to do my reviews, I always make the point of not looking at other people's um, match ratings or scores or anything like that, so that I wasn't being influenced by them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's horses, of course, isn't it? Um, Ginnock, it says on that one. Sorry, I don't. I hope I'm saying that right. Ginnock or Ginnock, I don't know. If was there anything you said back in the shoe from the horse's mouth days? In hindsight, you wouldn't say now. I think the obvious answer to that one is I just wouldn't engage with the trolls. You know, I used to you know, get a lot of pleasure in the, you know, the six feet under vids and things like that I used to make where I was used to really um, giving, the, um, giving the trolls and the haters way more time than they fucking deserved. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, um, I think, if, if anything, I mean, I can't, I can't remember, the shoot from the mouth not long before the year, it was long before the 10 years ago, and they started in 2010. So, you know, shooting your mouth was a long ass time ago now, wasn't it? So I can't really think of specifics that I wouldn't say. So I'll just give it as, as an overarching thing. I'll just say it was always the... Like, looking back at it now, it's like, yeah, you hate to kill my wrestling promotion. So just not engaging with them would have been the easy thing to do. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still, there's still shoots of mine that are out there that are, I must confess, quite entertaining to watch. You know, very, very Gilmore, for example. You know, it's just, it's just effortless. It's so fucking easy. But on the whole, um, haters should always be ignored. Anderson, I also watched for emergency vehicles and how many bumps will Kevin Nash take. You know, shit like that. And the Cafe War of Doom, I'm sure. And things like that that, you know, that are the reasons why when I tried to start doing Vince Games 2017 that I just couldn't do it because it just went everywhere. I always felt so forced. It was like there's certain things that people want to see and because of that I've got to inject them into videos. 
it was it made it very difficult for it to feel natural. So I would look, I look back on the uh, the um, 2005 bits that I did, like the rumble, and I'm just like this is rubbish. This is just not good enough, is it? Um, Danny says, uh, with the Steiners going to the Hall of Fame, who, in your opinion, was your top three biggest surprise Hall of Fame entries? Which I'll answer in a second. I'm going to play this track and then I'm going to start playing a brand new mix for you guys. Um, it's going to be interesting because I'm getting some really great questions, so I don't want to talk over the mix. Um, if you want to hear the mix without me talking over it, if you look in the description of this there video, there's a download link for it because I recorded it this morning. I only got finished this morning. So if the sun sounds a bit, um, sun sounds a bit rough, I can only apologise. Um, let me just have another thing. So, my, whatever, the first one that comes to mind. Um, is a, well, it's a tie, now I think about it, between Bruno Sammartino, because he hated Vince for such a long time, didn't he? And of course, Bret Hart, who hated Vince for such a long time. Top three, give me a sec, let's have a think. <laughs> on bad terms and pretty much all of them go bad and Jeff Jarrett is an example that comes to mind held Vince up for more money which he used that money to form impact um, for TNA even um, competition for Vince for years and years and years and years and then when Austin knocks Jeff said yes then with Vince is I think I think he doesn't really hold many grudges I mean oh, yeah of course the, the one is fucking Randy Savage isn't he his name was banned from being mentioned by the company for years and years and years and years years so yeah my third one yeah would probably uh, Manny Savage um yeah Vince is a businessman so if it'll make him money to put a wrestler X into the Hall of Fame he's gonna do it because it's good for business and that is something quite respectable I think and it all depends on how much um, um, credibility I suppose is the word I'm looking for that you give to the Hall of Fame because of course it's bollocks it, it doesn't mean anything it's not a real thing and Coco beware's in it you know, it's one of those Charmel went in last night apparently what, what did she do apart from have that truly woeful match with Jenna Marasco what, what did she do you know it's yeah, yeah. so yeah she's in it only heart isn't it <laughs> you know it's one of those things um, yeah, it depends how much credibility you give to the Hall of Fame. But yeah, those will be my three. Savage, uh, Brett and Bruno. How about yourself? Let me know in the chat. 
Dan's now asking, um, favourite Undertaker match of all time and what do you think is his best? Fucking hell. Honestly. Wow, um. say Undertaker's best match is uh, and my favourite match of his is the first match he had with Shawn Michaels so Wrestlemania 25 that's my favourite one um, it take, uh, and talking about Undertaker B says with 30 seconds left in the last Noel Foley was upset that Taker never mentioned Mick in his Hall of Fame speech do you think Foley played a major role in propelling Taker or was it that the feud more of a highlight of Mick's career not Taker's and I'm done because that's a great question um, and yeah, that is a real good question. Let's just start this mix and then we'll talk about that one, yeah? So ladies and gentlemen, this is right nuts. I don't normally get this many questions. I'm normally just playing drum and bass and Dan's asking me questions. Um, this is my brand new mix um, and this one is all about transitions from um, twilight. So when the sun starts going down through until when it goes dark. So it's going to start with some light drum and bass and it's going to go into some bright dark drum and bass, which you're going to love. And then it's going to some light drum and bass to end. It's an hour and 40 minutes long, something like that. So just in time for the start of rest. Let's do it. I've been talking in my sleep, the running deep. Looking for us, I've been playing hide and seek I felt the heat, but never enough Oh, my mind, now my mind is blown No surprise, guess I should have known Oh, my mind, now my mind is blown No surprise Roll the dice, let's see what happens when it's late and night Or is the action on this journey first five years of his career, so 1992-95, you can watch pretty much all Untaken matches and they're near enough the same, um, quite formulaic, and then there's the obligatory casket match, like with the Yokozuna for example, and the um, oh fucking hell, what's his name, Kamala dude, for example, to name but two. Um, the Mankind's views turn Untaken into a much, much, much better character, in my opinion, I'll say why in a second. So yeah, um, yeah, 
it, it showed what Undertaker can do in the ring. Well, of course, Mankind beat him clean, didn't he? So, you know, that's a huge thing. Because we were like, oh my God, he's actually beatable. And I think that made him a much more relatable wrestler. Um, I, yeah, I think it's, I, th- I don't really know if, I think, I think Vince has to, has to approve how, how, what wrestlers they can mention. And maybe it's just as simple as he wasn't. He can't thank everyone. He wasn't have time for it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's the truth about. Um, just shouldn't make me upset or anything like that. I, I, I don't know. Um, um, you guys are talking about China. We know that it's a famous thing. Like Guinness says. Um, I kind of hated put China in, but they ignored it so on Italian. It felt like it did look good to me. I feel like that about Vader going into this type of thing. Trust me on that one. That was a bit. Mm, didn't really want to do that, did they? Anyway, let's change tracks. I've normally only got like one question, so it's. Um, Anderson Hill says, in light of the recent and unfortunate passing of Scott Hall, do you agree when I say he and Nash were a pivotal part of what made wrestling so popular in the mid to late 90s? Yeah, popular character. Always felt like he was. Um, he had got as far as he was ever going to get in the Fed. I don't think he was ever world champion material. Um, maybe it's because of his, you know, his his demons. You know, he wasn't dependable enough. I don't know, but um, yeah, of course, part of the end row, 1996. You know, unforgettable memories of the um, his debut on Nitro. Um, all the early end row stuff. Yeah, absolutely pivotal. Amazing on the mic. There's that clip I saw of him the other day where he gets hit by, in the, by a beer when he's doing a promo and he just smooths his hair. Fucking hey, that's amazing. Yeah, huge part and really, I don't know why, of all, of all wrestlers, he, his passing got me, I must admit. 
So, we started with Roller Dice by Bentley, and then Bloody Dan has got me into Maddox, so this is Vermilion, and coming in right now is Fool Life by Graphics. Lovely stuff, right? Oh, and I'm sorry, um, to the funner, uh, no, I have not played WWE 2K22. Uh, we talked about it briefly earlier on, just I don't have time for much video games at the best of times, so it's just one that I just I know I wouldn't enjoy, so I haven't given it time to download. YMCA asks me, uh, do you like the Blackpool Combat Club name? I think it's bloody fantastic. I just worry that it is a little bit more misleading because, you know, it's Blackpool's a bit of a dump. <laughs> In fact, I say Blackpool's a bit of a dump. Blackpool's a lot of a dump. It's got one little bit that's nice and then the rest of it is, it literally has got the, it's got what's called Golden Mile, where the promenade is and all that jazz and Blackpool Tower is and the three piers are and that's all Golden Mile. But the moment you go like a street back, it's just an absolute dump. So I worry that it will glamorise Blackpool everywhere. In fact, when they played the NXT TakeOver show and the, uh, the, uh, the first ever UK tournament in Blackpool, it's like, making it sound like it's the greatest place on earth, and it really bloody isn't. <laughs> yeah, I do like the name, I must say, I do like the name. I'm going to play a Season of Love by Intelligent Manners and Dynamic next. Oh, yeah. Ghost of Sparta 8989 says, "Don't get me, don't get invested in wrestling as much anymore." But Briscoe's um, F versus FTR got me, fantastic. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but um, my main, my favourite reviewer, um, Scott Keith, gave it the full beans five stars. So I will go out of my way to look at out for it at some point.
Dan, mate. I know you're listening to me right now. Can you do me a favour? Can you drop me in the chat, or can some one of you drop me in the chat the card for WrestleMania, please? Because I, I, I've, I've got your chat on the phone here, so I can concentrate on the decks here. So it just, I can't be asking and looking for the fucking card. I know it'll just, I know it'll distract me from this awesome gun race that I'm playing for. Yahoo! So yes, if someone can post me the card, I'd be really grateful. I'm going to talk some predictions. That's why I want to do that, yeah. Do you think now that ROH has had its revamp and delivered last night, that you will invest your time into it? You still such a fan of Ring Runner. Is now the time for you to get back into it? Brand new, 
only came out a few weeks ago, Everything is Possible by Solar. And then we're going to go back to 2017 and break, technically breaking one of my own rules about playing a, a, a track a second time in a mix. But of course, this is the LSB remix, so it counts, it totally counts. I'm going to play Parallel by Technomatic. It's all good. Ages yet. Excited about WrestleMania yet? No, I'm not. Yeah, and can someone post me the card, please? I'd be really big. McIntyre versus Happy Corbin in the chat there. Message retracted. Ghost of Spa trade now. Did you do that in shape? In the uh, description down below, under my under my lovely face, uh, you'll find a download link to it and a Mixcloud link to it as well. I say, I only recorded this this morning for the first time, so yeah, it's all good. Before Dan asked um, about getting back into Ring of Honor, I want to—I w- I went to say absolutely not, no, because I don't have time for it. But then this time last year, when we were doing our SWAT episodes, which if you haven't seen, I thoroughly recommend you go and watch those. Um, I would have told you I don't have time to watch as much AEW as I do nowadays. AEW got my captured my imagination, 
spotted a couple of good pay-per-views that I've watched, and I was, I'd like to watch more of this, and now most weeks I watch Dark, I watch Dynamite every week without fail, and I normally watch it live as well. I will make the actual time to stay up and watch it live, just because wrestling's one of those things that is very difficult to avoid spoilers for if you use social media, isn't it? So it's one of those ones where to get the best experience, it's best to watch it live. Like, I'm not really that arsed about WrestleMania, but I'd rather watch it live just in case something incredible happens than watch it tomorrow and go, oh my God, I wish I'd been watching that live. I'll give you a great example. Do you remember when the Hardy Boys returned to the ring? That was an incredible moment. I'm so fucking glad I watched live. That's a great, yeah, that's the example. So I can't say I will not watch Ring of Honor, um, but at this moment in time, I don't think I've got the time to be able to watch it, I'm afraid. transition a uh, good two minutes so let's talk about the card shall we so I'm gonna go off from on the order that Jenna has supplied them for me okay so Smackdown Women's Championship match Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair um, if nothing else your smoke break will be the entrances because they'll take forever um, yeah this one should be decent both girls can go it's going to be interesting to see. Ronda seems to get really fetched off if she uh, gets booed, doesn't she? Does anyone notice that? So you have to have the crowd behind her to get the best out of her. Um, that should be good. Uh, and then it's Bianca Bello versus Becky Lynch. That's a rematch from last WrestleMania, isn't it? Um, again, I enjoyed that match last year. So there's no reason why that can't be good. But then we go to Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus the Usos. I mean, Rue... Rick Bruce is mildly entertaining, isn't it? So that one could be alright, but, you know, meh. And, um, Uso's meh. Uh, Logan, who the fuck is Logan Paul? Isn't YouTuber? Does boxing matches? Or is that PewDiePie? Or is that both, or do they both do it? Um, anyway, him and the, in the Miz versus the Mysterios. Is this where the Mysterio turn comes for Dominic, maybe? Or do, does Ray turn? That long-awaited... A chance to see what Ray can do as a heel. Yeah, what a disappointment you've been to me, son. That sort of storyline they could do, I suppose. Um, um, but yeah, um, indifference. And speaking of indifference, hey, uh, I couldn't give a shit, and this is when I'm going for a joint match. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Baron fucking Corbin. I mean, come on. Come on. Who gives a shit about that? I don't. Um, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus the Seamus and Rich Holland. 
I'm shaking my head because of Butch. I'm sure you are. Everyone knows that I'm a massive Pete Dunne fan. Butch, get fucked. This fucking company. Who the fuck is Ridge Holland? So, we're currently listening to Andromeda by Mage, and next up for you, I'm going to play you a song called Dreamscape by Sonic. Lads, I've been sat on this track for fucking years and never been able to fit it into anything nicely, and it fits just beautifully into Mage. You listen to this, and there's a sample in this track. Oh, it's just... This next one, this is beautiful drum and bass trust me if you're listening to me for the first time and have never listened to the like type of drum and bass that i like before or you're like going no i've never really loved drum and bass but this is all right something like this this next track dreamscape is why i love drum and bass so much listen to this one So, what else? Oh, Mr. Match, sorry. Oh, Seth Rollins versus Mr. Opponent. Um, um, in case you missed it, which was one of the first things we were talking about tonight. I, I've just got this feeling that um, too many people expect it to be Cody Rhodes, or Cody Rhodes is the obvious thing they're going to do. do. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be Shane McMahon. He's gonna, and Seth will beat him in a couple of seconds, and then come on, where's my real match, and Cody will come out. That's my prediction. <laughs> And of course, um, as uh, Ghost of Sparta has quietly added here, um, uh, add the Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens thing, whatever we're going to be doing. I think that's the main selling point for tonight. I think it's, you know, I want to see the glass break. Because the last time we saw, I, I just, I want to erase the memory of Austin in the Thunderdome doing the uh, Give Me a Hell Yeah to no one. Fuck that noise. I, I need a massive pop for Austin. I don't care what they do really. It's, it's a match, it's a fight. I mean, I've, I, I, when, when this was announced, I said that I have no desire to watch Austin fight ever again. And I stand by that. I don't need to see him fight again. His last match was brilliant. I really enjoy it. It's one of my all-time favourites. And yeah, I um, don't need to see him fight again. But yeah, for the novelty factor. Anyway, this, this is what I was talking about. Listen to this fucking sample. It's fucking beautiful. Ages to go, like yards.
McMahon seen play? Yes, any plans to go to WrestleMania? Um, uh, I need to put dude with double O. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, I'm going to go to WrestleMania uh, 44 with Dan. Because Dan has been to 24 and he went to 34. So we've made a little pact that we will go to WrestleMania 44 together. So a few, a good few years yet. But yeah, I am going to go to WrestleMania at some point. Even if it's nothing else, just to say I have. And what I'd really like it to be is like, like um, a few years ago it was in Florida and I remember the OSW, whichever one the OSW boys went to and they went to the Universal place so they could go to the Harry Potter um, thing and uh, the Star Wars thing and all that jazz. I think that'd be a fun time to go somewhere where it's fucking hot and be nice. Um, yeah, that's the WrestleMania I'm going to go to, I plan, well at least I plan to. is asking, uh, aside from X7, if someone offered you a ticket back in time to any WrestleMania, which one would you go to and why? The first one that comes into my head is WrestleMania 3, just because there is so many people there. I think the atmosphere would just be incredible. It's something, imagine your front row for that. To be able, if nothing else, again, to be able to say you were there for that fucking match, you know, the Hogan versus Andre match. That, you know, it's, I mean, it's still 
WWE um, last week, I think it was, they, they announced their all-time um, the top five WrestleMania matches. That match is in there still. Even though I do the revisionist history and put in like the women's three-way or something bullshit like that, it's shit finish. You know, we can all think of what twenty WrestleMania main events that are better than that that you put in the top five before it. But yeah, that, that's the one that they keep, isn't it? So to be able to see that, and of course, to be able to see Savage versus Steamboat there in person, which if, you, if you're a wrestling fan, you'd be, I bet you'd be losing your fucking mind. Up. Um, Jinnok asks, do you still keep up with the UBW guys at all? Um, well, obviously one of them's in the chat. Danny Ace, I still keep up with. Danny is the only one these days of all the UBW guys. Um, in 2000 and um, in 2019, there was talk of doing a reunion, and we did, of course, we did the um, UBW Chronicles, um, and there was the um, UBW True Review thing podcast that was done. There was insanity, people doing a podcast about our little backyard promotion, and we had a group chat going around then because we were talking about doing, like I say, doing a reunion. And every time I've did the Chronicles and there was things that I wanted to talk to about the guys. And like I say, there was a genuine idea about doing a show. Um, and it just didn't happen because every time no one could be asked to organise something. So it was like one of those, well, well, fuck it, I'll have to organise it. And every time I tried to organise it, no one was really interested. So it was one of those, yeah, I'll give you an example. I booked, I found this idea, this hotel in Preston where we used to do UBW. found this hotel that you could um, book in advance for a really tiny fee. And it was one of those ones you can cancel it up to like the day of the show of the uh, bookings. Like on, this is on booking.com. I was like, look, it's like 23 quid for a night, and I just got a, a, a selection of nothing. I, I even booked it. I was like, look, this is my booking. This is the show. I'm committed to it. I'm happy to do this. No one else could be asked. So fuck it. <laughs> Just released this one. Re just released. Look at it. It's called fucking release. Tea and sugar uh, with release. Um, if you were enjoying this, by the way, gang, I do these for every pay-per-view now. So I did one for Elimination Chamber, Rumble, for AW Full Gear, um, all of them. And I love doing it because it gives me incentive to make new mixes, which I'm always, you know, I always need a reason to do them. And um, yeah, thoroughly enjoying this. Hope you are as well. Oh, it's an hour. An hour to go. I should probably put the pre-show on, shouldn't I? What's happening on the pre-show? Is there any matches on? Is it just talking bollocks? This. Is 
Kino, one of my favourite drum bass artists, one of three tracks of his coming in. Again, absolutely gorgeous. Daz and and Daz and Lizzie, which match? Sorry, which match are you looking forward to most tonight? Do you think Tonight WrestleMania is a good idea, especially this year with some match appearing on Rap WrestleMania SmackDown? I like your content, by the way. Oh, cheers, dude. That's that in a second. match I'm looking forward to the most is um, I think AJ Styles versus Edge um, should be a good match I mean on paper that's gonna be a good match um, and I'm Red Lesnar versus uh, Reigns yeah sorry brain fog there uh, yeah that should be should be a good match but that's really bad here, lads <laughs> And yes, I am absolutely aware that they're both tomorrow night. <laughs> so there isn't anything on tonight's card that really is getting me like, yeah, I can't wait for this. I had a little list of, um, I mean, there's 47 tracks that I made, uh, that I downloaded and bought to buy this mix, uh, sorry, to make this mix. I can't remember exactly how many there are. I think it's 28. Anyway, sorry, Io by Bandera. I mean, that was one of those, this, that track has to be in this mix, like this. 
what match are you guys looking forward to? Are you looking forward to the show at all? You know? Let me know in the chat, because I'm intrigued, because, like I say, I'm not. If you are new to my mixes, because like I say, there's uh, 10 of you in here right now, which is staggering, we normally have four. <laughs> um, yeah, I, my, I like my mixes to tell a story, I like them to have a flow. This one, I like, sorry, I like them to have creative titles as well. I've made a mix called Apricity. Apricity is a posh little word for meaning that um, it's, the, you know, it's a dark uh, winter's day when there's like a shaft of sunlight appears, that's Apricity. This one is called Crispuscule, which is the time when, when the sun begins to set to the onset of darkness. So we've had the twilighty bit now and now we're heading towards the darker bit. So I'm going to play some dark drum bass going forward. Some of the bass lines on this can be absolutely daft. Might want to turn your speakers up. Not too much, because I don't have me blasting you there, do you? Brand new drum and bass, all come out this year. This year is shaping up already to be ridiculous for the liquid. So good. Check out this bass line, like this.
Danny Yates is internet's crashed, as is always the way. Every time we do anything together, fucking jump. <laughs> he misses his train, his internet crashes when we want to watch the show. You know, classic jobber. Barry Horowitz has got nothing on him. <laughs> Enoch asking if there is a Money in the Bank match this year. Well, looking at the uh, card, doesn't look like it, mate. Oh, we've missed a match as well, haven't we? Whoever, uh, when you ask, you know, you ask, uh, you put the card for me. What about um, 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 Austin Theory? Is it for like, that guy? You know, the one Pat McAfee is his name. That's going to be great, isn't it? <laughs> say we we're going pretty dark didn't I oh no I love 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 dark drum and bass if you're listening to me for the first time my mixes inevitably head towards a dark place every single time I just I really love 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 just love filthy bass lines these next four tracks are just filth all of them are filth probably shouldn't be in a li- liquid mix 
don't give a fuck. I make my mixes for me. If other people listen to them and like them, great. But I make my mixes primarily as a way for me to listen to drum bass away from in the gym or something like that, you know? Danny's back. We didn't say anything at all about you down when your net was down. No, no, no. Do you further <laughs> do you further one or jobber? Do you further one or two night WrestleManias? I know the answer, but explain to people why it books you. I just I can't emotionally look, I'm 39 years old, okay? And I work a ridiculous amount of hours and I work hard because I run my own business these days, so those people don't minimalize my own business. And so I don't I, I can't um, I, I just can't do two nights. Um, also, I mean, it, the thing is, WrestleMania, it's gotten so big that on the one hand, I can see it makes sense to split it into. It really does because I'd rather, I think I'd rather, would I rather have two nights or one seven hour show? And it's like, I'm always going to choose two nights because seven hours is ridiculous. I love AEW. Their shows are too long. Okay, I'm at four in the morning going, I need to go to fucking bed. I'm at the point where I'm now, I'm booking the day off work the next day just because I know I'm going to be absolutely wrecked. I know that on the last AEW show, Dan, um, you booked off, um, you started working midday, didn't you? Because you knew it was going to be piss take o'clock when it finished. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the card is so bloated. WrestleMania used to be the pinnacle of the year, and all the big matches happened at WrestleMania. It was a fuck off that card. I think whoever, you know, when you wrote the card down, there's matches missing off what you said. Because, like I said, the AJ Styles match isn't on there. Austin Theory, the main event, everything else missing. Um, yeah, um, YMCA, what do you think of the Romans and Lesnar matches? Well, their first match was 31, but for the 34 match was absolutely shit. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed the first one. Um, I don't know what we're going to see tonight. Who wins tonight? I still don't think the time to take the belt off Reigns. So, yeah, I think Reigns, it's going. I think especially if they want to do Reigns versus Rock, which I assume they want to do. They need to keep the championship on Reigns, right? But, um, yeah, Reigns will win the prediction in that one for sure. But, what do you reckon? 
Okay, I must say, um, this next track, Blue Whale, probably shouldn't be anywhere near a liquid drum bass mix. It's um, not liquid at all, I don't think, but I just love it. I mean, I've heard it recently. It's from this year. I was playing that. End up. <laughs> Seth Rollins' current TV personality. Poor gimmick, or does it work for you? Um, I'm not really a massive Seth Rollins fan at all. I mean, he's a solid, dependable worker. Just doesn't excite me very much. Um, yeah, this gimmick's a bit meh, isn't it? I mean, let's try something different, so yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Fuck it, it's, it's something different. One of the things I complain about in wrestling a lot is... Um, hang on. <laughs> Forgive me, that makes so sick. Um, yeah, I, I, the other thing is Dan and I, we talk about when, we, when we're talking about wrestling, is that it pisses me off in wrestling that there's so many generic wrestlers. I'm a wrestler, uh, great. So, so it's, yeah, that's a conversation with us, but it's the, who are you? Well, I'm such and such. And what do you do? I'm a wrestler. And what else do you do? I'm really good at wrestling. Right. And that interests me because what? We need more characters. So Seth Rollins portraying a character, you know, I'm all for it. You know, does that make sense? That's one of the things I've realised growing, you know, as I've gotten a bit older. It's, as much as I love work rate, and I do love work rate, I love great wrestling matches, I also, characters mean more to me now at the moment more than I ever thought they would do, if that makes sense. It's very strange. Because it's what I, what my, my main interest is, is in what's in the ring. <laughs> but I don't know, it's, it's, does that make any sense? Now I've just talked over my favourite tune in the mix, Dan, for fuck's sake. I mean, Sonic Giant Stooge, even. Can I? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You've been a subscriber since 2007. That's fucking awesome. I'm so, so thrilled. 
I, I don't mind talking over my tune. I can listen to the tune whenever I want. <laughs> Just the night one card, says uh, Ginner. Oh, that's a lot of matches that I don't give a fuck about. Want to show me the night two card? We'll talk about that one as well. Seeing as the show starts in 40 minutes and we're all really excited, right? Bye, bye, bye. No one's excited. No one. Jane Sue says, have fond memories of watching Shooting From The Horse's Mouth, lol. Um, yeah, we talked about Shooting From The Horse's Mouth earlier on, we saw uh, one of the questions for us earlier. Um, very ridiculously long time ago, and, you know, a completely different person back then, I was. But, you know, happy memories, and there's still, you know, a fair amount of them, on, I say fair amount, what, 20 or so of them still online, on, on this channel, so... You know, if you do want to go back and watch them, I mean, I don't watch, make a habit of watching a lot of my reviews. What I tend to is, if Dan and I um, watch a pay-per-view together, as a rule, I'll watch um, the video as the matches go, so I can get the star ratings and just see if I say anything funny or something like that. But yeah, I don't tend to watch them badly often. Those, they, oh, it's, it's obvious statement is obvious. I just look so fucking young there on the shooting horse and audience. Yeah, I'm, th I'm 40 in July, boys and girls. 40 for fuck's sake. The night is darkest before the dawn. Let's go back into the light, shall we? Got some great liquid uh, drum bass jacks coming for you. Don't go anywhere. I keep asking the questions. I'm loving it. My only worry is that these tunes are going to chill you out so much that um, you're going to fall asleep instead of watching us moan. <laughs> but don't worry, just, just, just enjoy it, just roll with it. These are cracking tunes. Genesis just ask, um, who's is on your wrestling Mount Rushmore and any era, any promotion? Well, my friend, this I'm going to use to take an opportunity to uh, do a cheap plug, if I may. Uh, Dan and I uh, do an episode uh, series called uh, Screwdriver with a Twist. And we've got about six or seven episodes of that we recorded uh, last year. And one of them, uh, episode one to be precise, is our Mount Rushmore of wrestling. So if you want to know mine, you'll have to watch that. Oh yeah, yeah, isn't that? <laughs> 
Sonic James Dude says, spent the week, the past week binge watching all your Mania reviews. Really enjoyed them, keep up with the work. Gosh, how many Mania reviews have I got online? I mean, there's a fair few, isn't it? I mean, just in the uh, 10 years ago series, we did what? Um, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 alone in the 10 years ago series, didn't we? And of course, there was 97 Heaven, 98 was it great, so there's another two. Just to, just to name a few, there's a fair amount of them on there, isn't there? I'm glad you enjoyed them, man. So this tune coming in now, Destinations, oh this is pretty, this is a good track. Should you wish, um, Screwdriver with a Twist is available as an audio podcast to listen to on Spotify. Go check it out. Dan's asking if um, I've still my WWE binoculars. <laughs> Gosh, that's good. What, right, Dan, tell me, or put in the chat for me, what video is that from? Because I don't remember. It must, was it from a Q&A? Was it, was it, um, what's the most ridiculous piece of merch you've ever, yeah, it must be from that. It must be from a Q&A, must it? <laughs> God damn that card! Johnny fucking Knoxville, man! Okay, let me do um, let me do the transition into this next track, and then we'll talk about night fucking two, shall we? Bloody hell, man! Prove that man can do it. To get ready to fly. Final destination. There isn't any real need to change things just for the sake of, of changing. For 
Let's talk about night two, shall we? So, these are again in the order that Ginnock has kindly supplied them. So, Fatal Four Way for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, which is still a thing apparently. Shayna Baszler and Natalia, how has that come together? Someone tell me in the comments if you like. Versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Versus Naomi and Sasha, ba Sasha Banks, fucking A. And versus. Carmella and Queen Zelina Vega, and they're the champions. Oh my Daves. Oh, who gives a fuck? Anyone? Anything goes match. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Okay. I'm going to say the same, probably same point in a second with Pat McAfee, so I'll say it now. If those two have been taking it seriously, training properly, you know, and it's rehearsed to boogery, which I'm guessing it will be, you know, I always say the best celebrity wrestling match is uh, Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather. Absolutely fucking phenomenal match. You know, actually really well done. So, you know, if, he's, if they're prepared to put the effort in these two, could be all right. As a spectacle, if you're in with the like the lowest expectations, then you're not going to be disappointed, sorry. I've never seen a single Austin Theory match. Is he any good? I couldn't tell you a single thing. I, well, I must have done because, well, I saw, I've watched Elimination Chamber and I've watched Royal Rumble, but I don't remember anything about him. Although that's not much to say much because, of course, I don't remember much about the shows in general.
What else? Um, it actually says WWE Hall of Fame with Edge versus AJ Styles. That's the one match I'm looking forward to. Give it time and let it breed and get a decent crowd behind it and it should be fantastic. Omos versus Bobby Lashley in another Who Gives a Fuck match. Sure, does anyone care about that? Um, and we've got the Raw Tag Team Titles, the Street Profits versus Alvin County versus Randy Orton and Riddle, who are the champions. Could be right, I suppose. Um, and Winners Hates All Unification Match is the main event. Um, should be alright. I think it depends how long it goes, doesn't it? Gotta imagine the entrances for oh god the entrances are gonna be so long in this fucking show aren't they? Dan asking an obscure question there. So, do you think you would enjoy WrestleMania this year if the Beef Lady appeared? I'm gonna, is there anyone else who gets that one? Um, you'd have to go and watch our SWAT episode, uh, our WrestleMania episode for that to make sense, or watch WrestleMania 2. No, no, because she's very dead now, Dan. Um, all I can say is I'm glad I ain't paying what we used to pay this game. Yeah, I mean, I said on, on an episode of the SWAT, um, when we, when we talked about um, when was the best time to be a wrestling fan I talked about how great the network is um, and how WWE have got my tenor for life basically a tenor month for life if it goes up to 20 quid maybe that's a different story but you know I'm not saying I will but you know for now even if I just use it once a month I've got my money's worth out of it and if it's there if I want it I remember I said earlier on about the uh, the spinner game that Dan and I play you know it's there for that you know for that one time where Dan goes want to do the spinner game tonight I'll be yes Fancy some wrestling, and I would like to play this minigame, and because I've got my network, I can. Than half an hour to go, lads. Wrestle fucking mania. I've never felt like that. I've watched WrestleMania every fucking year. Even in '95, when I didn't watch wrestling, I watched WrestleMania 11. Like, you know, I've watched it every year, and I've always had that same excitement. And this uh, just isn't there, man, at all. I'm gonna enjoy watching it with Dan. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna go onto Discord, put it on. It's gonna be fun. But I'm not really interested, you know. I'm 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 tempted to keep to play you another mix, is the truth, and just have it on in the telly's background. What do you reckon?
and no, we've got copyright potential coming over on on the uh, on the old stream. If I just stop out of nowhere, that's why. Okay, just giving you a heads up, right? This is everybody's fool by Tokyo Pros. Brand new this year, this tune. What's amazing? How long into the show tonight do you reckon we will get fighter jets? I'm going to call three and a half minutes. I reckon. Hmm. Do you reckon they can go that long into the intro package? Who's doing America the fucking beautiful bullshit this year? I don't even, even know that. No idea. No, I haven't even. Do you know? I haven't even seen the set. I haven't gone looking for a spoiler for the set. Or anything like that. Just don't. Normally, I'm like, oh my god, I got to see the set. I'm not interested. What is wrong with those lads? How do you feel about it? Mm. 